All right, we're going to do this. Okay. Yesenia. DeAndre. We've made it to two episodes. Feels like yesterday when we were... We like were <laughs> we were young budding podcasters looking to get into the game uh, with a new fresh venture, but yeah, episode two of Soft Boiled is here for the masses, and we're happy to have you guys back for another episode. Or if it's your first time, welcome. We hope you stick around, and we hope you like what you hear. We hope you enjoyed the first episode. If you're here, listening to the second episode. There's going to be more talk about love and relationships. If this is your first time here and you hate talk about love and relationships, we'll stick around because DeAndre's pretty funny and it's funny to make fun of him anyway. I Half of that statement is true, and I don't know which half I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, we're here. Episode two. Today's topic, Yesenia. What do you what would you like? out of your ideal maybe even slash let's go slash ideal slash perfect partner coming at you next on soft boiled you are now tuned in to the soft boiled podcast with deandre and yesenia your one-stop shop for all things relationships now sit back relax and enjoy the show deandre what i want for my partner my standards um and here on this lovely episode to help talk about standards and just kind of what we expect slash would like from a partner. We have our one and only Martin. Hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. Our, our very first guest on Soft Boiled. Clap it up, clap it up. Whistles, whistles, cheers. I would I would um, do the drum roll thing on my desk, but it might make too much noise. But we yes. Really need the sound effects. But oh, oh, yes, India. Trust me, I'm working on it. <laughs> but yes, Martin, what, welcome. Well, for those of you that don't know, Martin is a member of the Ramen Raiders. We love him. You've probably heard him on our other podcast, Simmering, which if you haven't checked out Simmering, you can look us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, various other podcast services. You can check out Stim, uh, Simmering with the Ramen Raiders. But Martin, a friend of, the, uh, friend of the Ramen Raiders, also a member of the Ramen Raiders. We love having him. He He's very... Uh, He's definitely, I would say, the smartest one of the group. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's definitely. this dude's big brain is always on and we love him for he's got a big heart. He's super nice, super kind, and we're happy to have him. Martin, what's up, bro? Hey, good evening. Good evening to uh listeners. Uh I'm Martin and my pronouns are he, him, and I am currently single, just to put that um into perspective um in the context of the podcast. Awesome. And then, Martin, if you're open to answering the question, uh, how do you identify your sexual preferences? Oh, I am a straight uh, male? Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. No judgment here, brother, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks now, for having me. No, yeah, of course, man. We, we love we love to we're trying to get all our friends on uh, our friends, acquaintances, allies, all such trying to get everybody on and hey thank you for being the very first one man i know uh i know no pressure or anything you know you don't gotta <laughs> this isn't this isn't like one of those you need to set the bar extra high type of type of deals you know just relax be yourself i know i know you're you can you can talk you can talk very well you're very well spoken i have no i have no uh i don't think i don't think you're gonna 
I think you do well. I think you do well. Thanks. I'll Another do my best. Said, don't set the bar. Don't worry about setting the bar high as he gives you this grand introduction and like, I know, right? Tells <laughs> that you're going to be grand anyways and already going to set the bar high. So yes, now live <laughs> up to my standards and don't make me a fucking liar. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of like, what do we want um, out of a partner? I think this question can be answered in many different ways because I think there's like a baseline of just kind of like what you expect from someone, like the bare minimum, right? And then there's all those other layers of like what we idealize, what we are romanticize, uh, like what are red flags for us, like absolute hard no's. Um, for me, for sure, I have had the privilege and like just the strike of luck of having someone to set my standards really high. So because of him, I know not to accept anything less. Um, and literally for me, like this might be shallow, but it, I'll know on the first date, like if, if I'm vibing with you and I'm fucking with you, like I'll know first 10, 15 minutes. And that has yet to fail me. Um, you know, for better, for worse, if the relationship ends up becoming something toxic or something that's no longer serving me that's one thing but like in that first date you just know um so i think for me personally something that i look for is and we talked about this like last episode i really value like honesty and like authenticity and i feel like that just really shows um as you get to know somebody um most importantly i just think lying as an adult is really weird like lying about who you are like what you like um pretending to like things that make the other person happy and i don't mean like before i used to not like anime like i would just watch it with my partner and you know whatever right like that's one thing but if i'm like sitting here like actively pretending that i know everything about something <laughs> to make somebody else happy and it like it just comes off like really fake and unauthentic. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah, you're like you're like reaching too hard to try to Yeah. <laughs> like reaching for the woodworks and you're not gonna get the wood. So <laughs> like it's I have a problem with that. Um I think something that I realized recently, like I have the privilege of being educated, like I'm in grad school and stuff, and I always thought I wanted someone that was also just as educated as me. Um, however, I'm also from the hood and something that I've come to realize is like, I want a man that like kind of puts me in my place a little bit. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because y'all know I have attitude and I have sass. A little spicy um, Latina. Yeah, I'm for sure like a spicy, one of my friends has called me a spicy tamale and I think that pretty much sticks. <laughs> spicy tamale. <laughs> and like that describes me perfectly, right? Um. But, like, someone that has enough, like, street and book smart to know how to, like, handle me with care, but also, like, put his foot down and be like, Yesenia, I love you. You're acting, you're, like, reacting, right? Um, not to, like, gaslight me and call me crazy, but being like, what is going on? Like, let's figure this out. Um, and I think before, I used to hold, like, a lot of shame around, like, admitting that. And I think this year is going to be the year where I try to just work on, like, accepting that I like what I like. Um, something I <laughs> realized recently as well when it comes to, like, quote-unquote standards is I don't want to date someone who 
is like still involved with like past lovers or like hookups or booty calls or one night stand, whatever. Like the people of your past are the people of your past. I don't want to deal with it. And I think that's because when I enter a relationship, I put a hard boundary for that. And like people of my past, I still keep in contact with some people from my past, but as soon as I'm in a relationship, like goodbye, lose my number, you're blocked. Yeah. You're, um, you're, you're all, you're all like, about that person when, when yeah. you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with them. Exactly. So if that's not reciprocated, then I'm just not into it. Um, but overall, like I've said this plenty of times and y'all will hear me say this plenty of times. I am all about my person and I want my person to be all about me um, for what it is, um, whether that's toxic, idealized, romanticized. It's it's just what floats my boat. No, I feel you. Uh, we like we like boats to stay afloat. <laughs> and speaking of boats staying afloat martin man i know uh i know you're riding the single train right now uh and the a hey, that's a-okay man uh we all we all got a mission in life y'all got y'all got life missions goals etc whatnot um i guess real quick before we delve into the topic with you uh are you currently looking for a partner seeking one um has someone caught your eye you know what's what's the, what's the deal with that? I know you said you're single, but like you know, is there something on the on the horizons maybe for you coming? Yeah, of course. Um, so yes, I am single, and I am looking. But you know, recently with how um, with how the pandemic went the past couple of years, and then things just starting to start up again. Um, it's become very difficult to try and socialize. It's like you have, I have to try and um, readapt myself uh, when meeting other people because it's been so long. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You lose, you lost. We basically lost like a year to two years of our lives being inside most of the time. Yeah, it's hard to get reacclimated to so society again. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, mm. and it's. You know, of course, it's taking a toll on um, social skills, you know, but you know, uh, at work, of course, you get to talk to people, but it's not exactly the same as, you know, meeting someone new and um, uh, vibing with them. And yes, I, I and, you know, because of that, I am still um, on the lookout. I'm not trying to rush anything, of course. Yeah, you don't want to force uh, the issue. Yeah. And I, I don't want it. I don't want to come off as, you know, just. Uh, you know, uh, pardon the word, but like desperate, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just trying to take my time and find something that I actually want and I don't have to settle for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never, because, never want to settle. <laughs> never. Yeah, because, that. of course, because, um, you know, my way of thinking is if you set, if you like feel that you're settling, you're not truly happy with, you know, what you have. And that's, you know, that's, you know, of course you're not happy, but that also that's not fair to your would-be partner. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not able to put 100% of yourself in there. And I don't really want that. You know, I want to be, you know, as fair to everyone as I can. Now, speaking, you know. speaking on that, great segue, Martin. Thank you so much. Thanks for the alley-oop. Now, what do you want out of your ideal partner? 
or what would you uh, want? I should say it could be characteristic, uh, personality traits, uh, looks, appearance. You know, whatever, whatever. You know, I'm not saying you know this person has to be like the perfect Barbie doll for you or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know what 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 do you see? Uh, who do you see yourself partnering up with? Like, what are, what are they like? Hmm. That's interesting. I'm I'm gonna piggyback off of uh, what Yesenia uh, said earlier, and for me, I feel like what I would want my partner to be is someone who is who can fill the um, what's missing in terms of uh, what not actually. I don't want to say that what fills in, but rather what complements my own personality. <laughs> Because, you know, I, I am um, I mean, I'm introverted, I'm pretty quiet, but then, you know, when I've gotten used to people, I can be more social. So most likely, um, my ideal person would be someone who can um, kind of drag me out of my comfort zone every mm-hmm. once in a while, but also, you know, respect uh, my introverted nature. So, so pre- pretty and- much like a, like, a, like a missing puzzle piece. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, like, this is where it becomes sort of complicated, right? Because you don't want that person to be, like, to, as you said, like, a missing puzzle piece because it's like you're saying that you're incomplete without that person. And Ooh, yes. And, you know, like, it's my philosophy that it, if you're trying to be with someone, you need to at least already be the best person you can possibly be. Yeah, because like the best version you, of yourself, yeah. Yes, because you're, you know, expecting them to try and uh, help fix you is also not fair to them. You know what I mean? Yep. No, yeah, I get it, man. See, this is why I, this is why I like you, Martin, man. You're over here spitting right now, man. <laughs> I've had, I've had, remember, I've had a couple of, not even a couple of years, but I have plenty of time to uh, think about this. But yeah, it's just, you have to be, I, I'm not saying that you yourself have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But oh, at the yeah. very least, you have to be comfortable with yourself already. You, mm-hmm. You've accepted because, you know, no, no one person is flawless. But at the same time, you've accepted, you know, your own flaws and also learned to grow from it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So something like that kind of person. And as you, um, as you guys, you know as you and uh, everyone else in the ramen in the ramen readers know is i'm a big um, anime otaku so of course uh hopefully you know someone that can also share that interest or at the very least open to learning about that interest now i, I and I, it's funny or it's good that you mentioned that because i i was i was going to bring it up anyway but again you're doing a great job thank you for not making me a liar but uh <laughs> I I also wanted to ask the question of of how far. So let me just I guess preface this. You mentioned uh you know someone who would hopefully be down to watch anime with you is is already into anime or open to watching it at some point in the future. You know, starting them off slow with some starter shows and then you know getting deeper and deeper into the genre mm-hmm. as they as they see fit. Now, how? And this it is it doesn't have to be about anime. It could be it be about any other interests you may have. Yeah, um, yeah. But how far are you willing to compromise? Not compromise, 
but just accept the fact that we 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 like two different things you know but we are still okay for each other like 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 if you try to get your your partner to watch anime and it just isn't happening you know despite you show her you show her the mount rushmore of animes you know what i mean or you show her all the great starter shows and it just ain't happening now is that a cause for for you to hit the uh, the abort button you know are you out of there or are you willing to just take the L on that and, you know, and still like them for, for who they are? And again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be about anime, but, you know, other interests or, you know, other other uh, activities as well. Yeah, that's a great question, actually. And thank you. Um, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, the way, uh, honestly, for me, it's respect is the biggest factor in there. Like, of course, you know, at some point. um you, you know, you would come to realize that maybe your partner really isn't into those, um, into your own hobby. And that's honestly completely fine. But the number one thing that I can't really stand is when someone uh, undermines uh, another's hobbies or another's mm. interests. Yeah. 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 Because th- that is the biggest red flag for red flag for me. Like it doesn't matter what kind of interests you have. You have, of course, you know, um, to preface, as long as it's not nothing illegal, but um, you know whatever hobbies you have, if um, your partner doesn't really have any form of respect or actively makes fun of it, then I think that uh, that is my red flag. That um, I'm not really down for that. Yeah, respect. You no, know, I feel like that also kind of comes back into what you were saying about how you know you when you meet somebody they shouldn't necessarily be a missing puzzle piece. Like you should already be a completed puzzle and then they are a completed puzzle. But if you put them side by side, they make a bigger picture, right? Because I think it's perfectly fine for you to have your own hobbies and interests and then having shared hobbies and interests with your significant Mm -hmm. other. And they should have their own hobbies and interests. So you're not smothering each other or you're not feeling disappointed because you don't like the same things. Um, because I think that just helps with just individuality and still being who you are versus like getting lost in somebody. Yes, that's uh, definitely. Um, I agree with that because you know, very common. It's very common for, uh, especially younger, uh, younger couples nowadays to have this sort of uh, codependency with each other, and it, that's not really a healthy way to establish a, a relationship because you know. Each person, like you said, is, the, is their own person. Each individual has their own personality. Each, uh, each person has their own hobbies. You can't really, um, you can't always be like hanging out together and um, not having any personality beyond your relationship. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, because you don't know what will happen in the future. What happens if you broke you break up? Then it's like part of your identity ceases to be, mm-hmm. or your identity ceases to be rather. Yeah, and that's and, how that's how people spiral into depression and shit. Yes. Yeah. So definitely, like being being comfortable with who you are is you know um, a big thing for me. Man, Martin, how the fuck are you just? <laughs> how the fuck are you single, dude? Like, golly, 
I hear, uh, I, I hear the things you talk about, or I hear the, not talk about, but I hear the things you say, and I'm just like, man, this guy, this guy's got it. <laughs> he he has got this down. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, like, you know, I'm not. I know you you guys say that a lot, but the thing is, I'm not. Even I'm not perfect. I have my own issues and challenges that you know I have to deal with every day. Hey, but and, I mean, we know, all we all go through some struggles, man. We all no no one is asking for perfection from anybody as i don't ask for perfection for me i don't ask that of my partner i don't ask that from you guys i because i know we all go through struggles and trials and tribulations mm-hmm. there are numerous songs written about it you can go find them but uh, yeah you know man like you don't have to be perfect you just like you said like like you and your senior have said as long as you find someone who is willing to respect you and 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 um respect you and accept you for who you are whether that be happy sad you know your your struggles are not necessarily their struggles in that moment but you know someone who's willing to help you help you carry on you know yeah. with whatever with whatever you have going on and that's fine oh, no yeah, one's, definitely. I'm not I, no one's no one's asking for perfection for me. It was that's just that's that's asinine. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Also, like that's a red flag. If someone is expecting you to be perfect, I think there goes there. Un- there's like this underlying meaning behind that perfectionism, and I think it's like narcissism and like control. And if someone is trying to control you, that is like not a safe and healthy relationship at all. Like oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. demanding perfection out of you. Um, yeah, because that's you're you're pretty much projection uh, projecting. Yeah, you know what you want to be to that other person, and that's also not healthy. Yeah, it's like you were saying earlier. You said you know, there's you're you're like romanticizing and fetish no no fetish that's not the right word fetishizing but but you're romanticizing like an ideology of the person that you want them to be as opposed to accepting who they are which uh funny side story uh i had i had an ex once who uh, this is this is gonna this is gonna sound super bad and i want to preface this now she she's not she wasn't racist don't think that she was i i know it's already kind of it's it's already starting pretty bad yeah it's also kind of yikes i know exactly where this is going but i had an ex and i don't know why i dated like no i I know i dated this person for like it, it didn't last very long but i had this ex who completely uh and for those of you that don't know uh i who didn't watch who didn't listen to the first episode i am a black male uh, I had an ex who completely, one hundred percent, only ever saw me as a black male, and not really a person. Mm-hmm. And and it's like you said, uh, when you when you boil someone down to maybe their your idea of them or one of their personality traits or hell even their skin color, you know what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. she, she constantly was like, "Do you listen to? Do you listen to Travis Scott? Or what do you oh think? What do you What do you think of Cardi B and all that? And like, oh, would you let me braid your hair? And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like, no, I, that like, is like, like stereotyped already at that point. Yeah, there and that. Ugh, don't even get me started on the fetishism of like black men in society, specifically by white women, and oh, then yeah. like." Ugh. 
that's uh, gonna be I can't I can't go on that tangent right now. But yeah, that that, yeah, whole, like, that that is an automatic like if somebody were to do that to me, and granted, as I stated in the last episode, so if you are new, I am um I identify as female, but I also identify as pansexual. So if some bitch were to tell me like, oh, like you're so Mexican, do you listen to like I don't know, like freaking bad bunny, right? Like I would be like no, I red flag. I probably would fight somebody. I I get very sensitive when it comes to like having like microaggressions t- directed mm-hmm. towards me, and I I just call it for what it is. And when it comes to relationships, I've had some experience. I've had someone's parents ask me if I enjoy being poor and being Mexican because that means I get like financial aid from like colleges and stuff. Wow. And I was like. Mm. I'm about to disrespect the fuck out of y'all because we're not about how this conversation, let alone it was like by like white people. Right. So mm, that's an automatic. No. <laughs> Damn. Quick side note about uh, about Homegirl, the ex. Uh, I knew the relation. I knew the relationship was over when we were eating. I think it was breakfast, and she was eating. She ate ketchup, and she said the ketchup was spicy. Oh no! Oh no! Not tomatoes being spicy. Yeah, I knew. I knew right then and there that this is not gonna work. <laughs> this is absolutely. It is absolutely not going to work at all. I need to get the fuck out. I stayed longer than I should, honestly, in that relationship. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Martin, now that you're back and hopefully more uh, internetly stable, <laughs> hopefully, uh, I wanted you to finish your thought, but I realized Dean hasn't answered this question yet. And Dean, I want to hear what yeah, you have to say too. I know. I realized I didn't answer it either. <laughs> We've been going this whole time and I never answered the question. Um. So, yes. My, um, my ideal partner, um, well, okay, but obviously this is before I met, I met the person I'm with now. Um, but I would, I would say my D my idea of the person that I would, would, would have want to have, would want to be with, uh, definitely a lot of the points that you guys hit on, you know, someone that respects me respects his thing respects the things that i do and respects the things that i like and mm-hmm. i think most of all i think it, as especially as i get older i realize something about myself and my number one i think the number one thing i hate about i don't know if it's about me or society as in general i don't know i don't i don't know what the word or phrase for it is but i hate having my time wasted yep and i don't oh, yeah and I don't want to be with someone who I feel like isn't in it uh, the same level as I am. Because if I'm all in on their relationship and I feel like they're not, then I'm hopefully perceptive enough to pick up on that pretty immediately and and be and you know piece the fuck out when yeah you know when I need to. Um, but and also going back to respect the things that I do. As you guys know, I'm a streamer. I'm a huge gamer. Uh, I like sports. I like watching sports. I like to drink. I like going out to eat. I like watching movies. I like hanging out with my friends. 
uh you know i have a lot of i have a lot of hobbies going on you know what i mean mm-hmm. and 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 it's very much like you also said martin i want someone to i i want someone to share in those things with and yeah. I, and i feel i feel pretty fortunate now that i i have a partner who uh is very much into all those things that i'm into and we can do those things together or we can do them separately because uh, we both very much have our own lives and, yeah. and I, and, yeah. and, you know, I would, I absolutely want a partner that respects that. And, you know, absolutely respects the fact that, you know, we both need our own time apart separately and all that stuff. You know, we don't have to be joined at the hip <laughs> at all times, mm-hmm. but you know, when we're together, it is, it's, yeah, you know, we're, we're in it. We're, we're sharing this experience together, you know? Uh, and, and also, uh, I don't. I don't think I mentioned this in the first episode, but I'm mentioning it now. I'm also a, a pro wrestler, so I very much need someone to understand that I I do this thing on the weekends sometimes, and they may cause me to be out of town for an entire weekend or a day, or you know, I have to I have to dedicate two or three days of one, two, three days of my weekend to do this thing. So there will be some weekends where I won't be able to see you. I mean, I'll, I'll still call and text and all that. Uh, if that's not enough for you, then sorry, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I really don't know what to say to you. Um, but you know, right now that's a big priority for me. And so I need someone who can, who, who respects that enough and doesn't, you know, see it as, is like that weird thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that, that fake thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. DeAndre, can I hype you up real quick? Yeah, what's up? Okay, so for those of y'all that don't know, I truly believe DeAndre has had one of the best glow-ups of all time. And the reason why I say that is because, like, knowing you for the past few years that, that I've known you, you have just come into yourself in such a, like, beautiful way. Like, you do what you want you just live by the beat of your own drum. Like even your own self-confidence and the way you present yourself is just so different from how I met you. And just watching you kind of, you know, do your wrestling thing, going to concerts, literally being in fucking like rock videos, like which is badass. And just whether we're into it and we want to tag along with you or you just go by yourself, I just think it's so cool that you've gained so much confidence in yourself and your interests and are so unapologetically you, even though sometimes we have to like literally beat it out of you to apologize for some shit you say. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think it is so important that you have someone that matches that energy because I know it took it takes a lot of a for us to gain that confidence to just be ourselves, right? Regardless of who we're with and who we're around. And I think for you specifically, it's real cool to have met your partner and instantly vibe with her in the ways that I'm like I I see this, and it's so cool to like watch this happen for you and i think you know and i want this for all of the friends obviously but like when it comes to like specifically talking about you and how much work you've put into yourself i know how important it is to like have a partner to match that especially when it comes to how busy you are um and all your interest um but like i said it was cool meeting your partner instantly kind of getting that connection of like wow like she literally is the female version of deandre and that's pretty <laughs> badass and it makes me kind of worried but i also feel like we're going to be besties now so you know there's that <laughs> yeah thank you I, I i i really appreciate that um I, I, yeah she and she seems to like all you guys as well so 
I, I, I don't, I, I, I can see you guys definitely, you know, hanging out on your own you know, at some point down the road, you and you and her and all the other girls and all that stuff. Y'all, you know, do your own little shit and the boys will stay inside and fuck around and play video games and stuff. <laughs> Things. Yeah. You know, guys, guys do guy stuff and you, you, you all get all prettied up and, you know, go out and hit the, hit the town or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I want to add to, I actually want to add to what uh, Yesenia said. Like, I'm actually, um, I do admire you a lot, DeAndre, in terms of how, just how confident you are in uh, how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, that takes some, um, a lot of... Uh, Balls. Kind of just, <laughs> yeah, 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 it does take a lot of that. But at the same time, you just you just know what you want. And, you know, you're not... Like like you said, you said you're unapologetic about it, and that's something that you know. Even though I know all of these things, that's still something that I'm trying to continue to strive for. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel you, and, and and yeah, it it definitely takes it takes a lot of work. It takes a, a lot of time, and it doesn't come as quick for uh, as other. It doesn't come as quick to some people as it does for others, and and you know, take it at your own pace. You know I mean, it's it's not a it's not a this isn't a race. This isn't a, 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 I guess it is a race, maybe, but it's a, it's a marathon. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a marathon, yeah. not a sprint. You know, take your time. You know, you'll 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 find yourself. You'll find your center. You're and it's gonna. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, it's happened to me, man. One day, it's it's all. It's everything that I tell. I've been telling you throughout the years about you know putting yourself out there going after it going to get it all that stuff one one day whether it be tomorrow whether it be an hour from now whether it be two years from now it doesn't matter man all that shit i've been telling it's gonna click one day it's just gonna click and you're gonna be like damn (laughs) he he he's been giving me the playbook he's been giving me the blueprint this whole time and it's all 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 the shit's gonna make sense man yeah, man, that's what I'm hoping and for. And it's and it's it's gonna be glorious. Like when you, man, I can't wait to see the next the the evolution of Martin when when he when he becomes like me. <laughs> when bro, Martin, I swear you're already smart, bro. Like when you when you get that 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 uh that go getter attitude out of you, bro. Oh my god, man, watch the fuck out, man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I I feel like for me the whole like self confidence thing it really just comes from me feeling sorry for myself for too long and then I just said fuck it I said fuck it no one's gonna feel sorry for me anymore or or anymore no one's gonna feel sorry for me so I'm like eh if no one's gonna feel sorry for me I don't need to give a fuck about really anyone or anything so I just started I just started doing my own thing you know mm-hmm. and life life just sort of life. I'm super, again, I'm super fortunate to be in the position that I'm in now, knowing the people that I know, doing the things that I'm doing. It it all it all just sort of fell into place for me. And I'm super fortunate to have the people uh to be surrounded by the people that I, I have in my life. And I don't take I don't take any of that shit for granted. <laughs> Cause I yeah, I mean, we all we all gotta put in work into this this big giant game we call life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and along the way, you know, we hope to share that experience with our friends, families, our partner, or if you're into it, partners. You know, hey, I know that's that's because everyone everyone seems to have uh, uh, multiple partners going on, whether ethnic, ethnic, eth- oh, here we go, ethnically 
or unethnically? I think you mean ethically. Is that it? Is that is that ethnic? Is like ethnic is um your group of people. Oh, yeah, like ethically, <laughs> without the N in there, is uh, like your yeah. wallet and, and what's right. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, oh, well. You were close. You got half of it. Well, I, you see, this is why I need, this is why I need you guys around. Because <laughs> I, I don't, like, I, I, I trip up and, and this is why I like, I love my friends because I fell and you guys just picked me up because I had, I had no idea what I was doing, (laughs) but Hey, again, Hey, but again, there's that confidence. I, I powered through that shit and I said it with so much conviction. Like, I know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm going to sound smart for a second. And then you guys completely just pancaked me in the face and (laughs) (laughs) no, I, ethically. Yes. Yes. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> thank you everyone i appreciate it of course well so, hold on so you mentioned this earlier but mm-hmm. um how do you guys see um do you guys think that rome um the idea of romance is being too um is is being too romanticized and i put sorry sorry poor, poor cho- choice of words but do you think that love is being too romanticized nowadays i oh i got i got a good answer for this uh, and I'm gonna kind of keep it short and sweet. I, I'm gonna absolutely say 100% resounding yes, and mm-hmm. it's all because of social fucking media. Yeah, the fact that we and 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 I'm not saying you know your everyday people, your Joe schmoes that you know we see we, that we grew up with in high school and we see them. Oh look, so and so got married and had a kid, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the celebrities that. These people follow, especially internet celebrities now. Oh, don't get me started. They're they're they're, they're following and their fans. Jeez. Oh, same thing. Mm-hmm. With, same thing with all these TikTokers, man. Oh my God, they these these guys have been together for five years and they love each other so much. Oh my God, love is so pure. Love is everywhere. And then they break up and it's like, oh my God, love is dead. If they can't make it, I can't. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, get. Get your own lives. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely believe that the idea of romance is absolutely being, I think it's being bastardized. Um, mm-hmm. every that life. was literally what I was going to say. It's being like super commercialized. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks you've got to go. And, and I, I'm not saying you don't. Everyone's different. But everyone thinks that at every waking moment, you have to go above and beyond to please you know the person next to you and it's like no you you don't man like believe me going you can go above and beyond every now and again but er, trust me you're gonna you're gonna get really tired you're gonna get really tired of living this this fantasy you know yeah yeah i think in addition to that i i think it's also doing this thing where like the bare minimum is being glorified like oh my god don't get me started post on social media that he got you flowers that was he should be waking up okay hold on let me backtrack i'm gonna say a million things at once because my brain is gonna start going (laughs) i used to wake up to coffee already made at my bedside with the flower picked out for me my i would wear like like these like fuzzy slippers so my feet get really cold they were already there with my favorite fuzzy socks or like a fuzzy sock to match my pajamas or whatever the hell that i was wait like gonna wear 
and my robe at the end of the bed just so I can effortlessly just wake up, go get, brush my teeth and already have my coffee going. Like that was not even an expectation that I had for someone. It was just done. Like my car would go get gassed up and washed and like brought back to me before I would get to school or head to work. I know like y'all are glorifying the bare minimum and the bare minimum was like two, three, four, five decades ago like no we're not doing that anymore and people really need to stop glorifying and romanticizing the bare minimum on social media i want to see like the house clean and the dishes washed like that to me would be a better idea of like glorification of bare minimum than like stupid flowers um i want to see like the real the real deal stuff that's being romanticized not the like materialistic shit being romanticized yeah like help clean if you stay at your yeah your partner's house for the weekend you know what i mean like that shit uh and the thing the thing that i hate absolutely so much is guys guys listen i want everyone i want all the guys listening right now girls you can tune out or you can tune in what i'm talking straight to the guys right now guys please we have to stop we have to stop this as a collective we have to stop uh glorifying women that can cook because for the love of god that should just be a bare necessity that you should already know <laughs> that is true <laughs> like, oh my goodness like the oh amount of times i have literally been like quote unquote turned down because a guy was expecting me to cook and i'm like that's not what i was born to do i'm not going to serve you call your mom well i don't think this is going to work out i'm so fucking glad it's not going to work out because i am not your mother i am not going to cook for you i am not if that's an expectation that you have for me it's a no i want to cook for you because i want you to come home and have a meal i want you to unwind i want to do that out of my own free will but if you don't know how to cook you best call your mom and tell her that she failed miserably or your parents because if you do not know how to survive on your own sweetie i'm not going to sit here and raise you nope yeah for uh, like i'm no i'm no chef by any means but i if i if i want to know how to cook something i know what google is and i know i know i know how to chop chicken and cut vegetables and stuff like that like i know the bare minimum of how to get around a kitchen and and you know luckily and thank thank god i've got a partner that 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 knows how to cook and likes how, and likes to cook and likes to cook for me thank you i really <laughs> i really appreciate that uh it, like and and it and it and it kind of goes back to what you were saying, Yesenia, um, of like going above and beyond. Like one example that uh, that she's done for me, and I I I didn't even expect this. I didn't even ask her to do all this. I was just like, hey, I'm hungry. Uh, I know you. I know you know how to make pancakes. You know, can I get some pancakes? And it's like, whatever, cool. Yeah, you know, cool. All right, I'm gonna lay in bed for like five more minutes while she makes these, and I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get my lazy ass up out of bed and go and go, uh, go in the kitchen and go get some pancakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. lo and behold five minutes late before my five minutes was even up she bought them to me while i was still laying in bed and i'm like what <laughs> like i did not i didn't ask you to do that you didn't have to do that but uh the fact that she did uh absolutely like blew me away i was like fuck <laughs> like i was like uh this this may just this is nice this this may be it i think <laughs> I, I think i'm done looking yeah and i think it'd be different if like you know, for me, the my favorite thing to make is chilerino, which is like, you know, like a green pepper that's stuffed with like cheese and then like dipped in egg and then salsa and things like that. Right. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about making that plate. It makes me feel like such a chef. But like if I'm dating someone and that's their favorite meal that I cook for them and they ask me like, hey, can you make that? Like I'd have no problem. 
you know, I think it's different when it's like that expectation of like, you need to be cooking for me every night. That's different. But if yeah. someone were to ask me like, hey, can you make this for me? Or, you know, not even like on a specific day or if it is on a specific day, just I think that's way different than the overall expectation. And I think also that's one way I think people can like strengthen their relationships is like cooking together because it's oh, teamwork yeah. and it's was, a lot of like yeah. communication mm-hmm. of how to like separate things. I was I was listening in on a uh, a marriage therapy session the other day and I was hearing the therapist like introduce that idea to another therapist I was struggling with the couple she was working with. And I was like, oh my God, I've never thought about it like that. Like when you cook with someone, it's like teamwork. Like you're you're both on the same team trying to accomplish one goal and it's a lot of communication. It can be fun. It can be like sexy. You know, it, it, it can go into like a million different ways, right? But I was like, oh, that's something I'm going to keep in the back of my mind of like how to spend like quality time, especially like on long days where you know you just want to go home and go to bed, but like things have to be done and like how to just incorporate your partner as part of that like nighttime routine to unwind um but yeah yeah the hook yeah yeah uh, the fact that <laughs> you were saying that stuff i'm like fuck yeah that's that that cooking cooking together stuff man that's talk about a team bonding exercise <laughs> that's it right there <laughs> like we haven't we haven't done that yet but uh i'm looking forward to the day we we do get to i don't know what we're gonna make but but yeah uh i'm looking forward to the day we get to finally cook something together <clears throat> Because I know she enjoys cooking, and I like to eat, so that's where <laughs> that's really that's really where we meet, <laughs> right there on that front. Oh, love, love can be very interesting. Speaking of, as a topic I, overall, and you know, just yeah. experience. I'm glad you brought that up, Martin. Have you ever been in love before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell. What, what oh, happened? that is a. T- of course, um, I think you know. Just be, you know. You know what they say about um, hindsight. It's twenty twenty. Yeah, but I think that before, um, I think I was in love with the idea of love. Mm, no, I I feel you on that. Been there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't because you. Know, you know, think, thinking about uh, my past relationship or like even with even not just the relationship I had, but also um, the crushes I've had uh, back in high school, you know, people I've liked. I think that the idea of being I was romanticizing the, the idea of being in a relationship, especially since, you know, I did move here back in um I did move here back in 20, uh, to, uh, 2008. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't know anyone. And just the idea of experiencing that in, uh, you know, here in the U.S. is some... Hold Again, sorry for that. No, you good. It's all good. <clears throat> um, as as I was saying, um, I think back in, you know, back looking back at my past relationship and all the people I've kind of liked before, uh, I've sort of romanticized 
you know, I'm guilty of uh, romanticizing, you know, the idea of falling in love. And, you know, instead of maybe, you know, appreciating the person for who they are, it's like there's also that subconscious projection of what you want things to be. Right. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to deny that because, you know, that, that it happens to everyone. So I don't think so far that I've uh, actually experienced that uh, truly, you know, truly falling in love as, as maybe as weird as that may sound. It's not weird. I think that is perfectly okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty normal what you said, like, especially when you're younger, uh, Mm -hmm. we, we all sort of think that, we we fall in love with a certain person and 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 i get and you know what in the moment you you do for all intents and purposes you do regardless of whether or not you know what love is at that moment uh you you were feeling very strong feelings of affection for that person Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and then of course uh over over the years over time your opinions on what love is and how love feels can change but that doesn't uh invalidate how you felt in that moment Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. you felt like you were loving that person five years ago, but you look at it five years later and it's like, ah, I didn't really love that person. You know, I felt strongly for them, but maybe that's not, you know, that's not what love is to you, at least now in this moment. You know, you're more, yeah. you're more refined. <laughs> yeah, you're, I think more hindsight bias does that to us, right? Like hindsight yeah. bias is like that idea of like, now currently in the present we're looking back at a situation like oh i knew better like i should have been x y and z like oh i had this gut feeling and all all that is is basically just trying to allow you to have control over situations you didn't have control in yeah but i think all it really does too is like invalidate that experience and the feelings we had in those moments and even if that relationship was a complete disaster and it was so tumultuous and toxic or whatever, in the moment, you didn't know that. And in the moment, even if you did knew it, like it doesn't take away from the fact that you still felt something for that person. And you might have spent a lot of time and energy trying to make it work or they spend a lot of time and energy trying to make it work. Um, I think it's still it's still worth existing. It, the feelings are still worth validating. And on top of that, like, the grieving process of any type of breakup, friendship breakups, like relationship breakups, like breakups are difficult. And the process, whether you're breaking up with the person or they're breaking up with you, like the grieving process is still going to take its course. And I think when we have that like hindsight 2020, like, oh, you know, that that wasn't really love. I think that does a disservice to you as an individual who just had those feelings for somebody, regardless of how it ended up. I'm glad you say that because, you know, you know, there was a point where I did feel that way or, you know, I did feel that way in terms of um, invalidating uh, my own feelings, as you said, because, of course, during that time, you know, feelings were hurt. You know, you're, like you said, you were in the grieving process. Um, you could even apply, the, you know, the, probably the five stages of grief here, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely, definitely like still learning from, you know, past mistakes. Yep. And, and amen. That's what life, that's what life's all about, man. Making mistakes, you live, you learn, 
life goes on and hopefully we come out better people by the end of it. And speaking of the end, this is it. <laughs> Martin, thank you. Thank you for joining Yesenia and I on, yes, Martin, thank on you. the second episode, man. The second episode. We made it to episode two, guys. We made it through episode two. Uh, Martin, thank you for being the very first guest uh, that we've had. You beat all you beat all the other Robin Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, we we loved having you. We'd actually like to have you on, you know, for other for future future topics, future episodes. If you're if you're willing to come back. Oh yeah, you know. definitely. Just let me know. Yeah, of course. I'll I'll, I'll do my best to uh to give my uh, input. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did you did great man you uh i think you were you were you don't give yourself enough credit i'll say that mm -hmm. i don't think you give yourself enough credit because you you did great uh i loved i loved hearing you talk i love hearing your stories and your insights into a lot of stuff because like i said you are the big brain of the group and you could definitely give some takes and, and have different perspectives on stuff and that's why i, I want to have you all of you all of you guys on you all have different perspectives on life and mm -hmm. I, wa I want to hear them but, yeah, yeah, and I look forward to uh, coming back and chatting with you guys. Yes, and, and until then, you can catch him and the rest of us on Simmering Podcast uh, with the rest of the Ramen Raiders. But until you then... You can always catch us on uh, on Instagram, ramen.raiders. We'll have a link in our bio. Um, our soft-boiled Instagram will be coming soon, TBD. Um, but for all the listeners, if you are still simmering with us, uh, thanks for getting soft boiled with DeAndre and I. I love that. <laughs> soft boiled. I'm never going to get over that. That name is just so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great name. <laughs> yes, I am DeAndre. She's Yesenia. This has been our friend Martin. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. You've just been soft boiled. Oh, yeah.